Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the fourth, ep- fourth episode of the Handsome Podcast. I am Tom Bedford. Uh, hope you guys are joining me back from the first three episodes. If you haven't listened to them yet, uh, go back and listen to them. They're short, less than 20 minutes, some even less than 10, uh, and they're dope, I think, anyway. And hopefully it's going to keep getting better and better, but we're going to see. Um, so, yeah, guys, again, thanks for checking out the podcast. Um, today, there's not there hasn't been a ton of news to talk about, honestly. So I've been looking at a couple different articles that the Wall Street Journal and Yahoo Finance and uh, Forbes put out today. So we'll be talking a little bit about them. Um, it was a, it was a light news day, relatively speaking. Um, so the guess biggest news of the day um, is that you don't want to fly Southwest Airlines. Um, if you've been paying attention to the news lately, I think two weeks ago, a woman passed away. She um, there was. Uh, an issue with one of the engines. There was debris that flew out, uh, hit a window, and ripped the woman out of the the plane. Tragically, uh, and she passed away at the hospital. Um, passengers were able were able to pull her back in, um, but she did end up sustaining critical injuries and in passing. Uh, today, um, one of the windows cracked on a Southwest um, plane. So I'm I'm guessing that this just means that you shouldn't be flying Southwest. <laughs> I don't want to say you shouldn't do something. I don't have the enough criteria, uh, qualifications to tell you not to do something like that. Um, but I'm a firm believer in there's no, no such thing as coincidence. And I don't think when um, somebody gets ripped out of a plane and then uh, a window cracks that I want to chance it again See and test my luck. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, Southwest Airlines, um, that they had that. I can only imagine what hap- what's happening to their stock price right now. I'm sure it's tanking, <laughs> and deservedly so. Uh, also, speaking of tanking stock prices, Spotify had a bad day. Uh, we talked a little bit yesterday about Snapchat having a real bad day. Um, Spotify's day, not as bad, not nearly as bad. Um, the earnings report came out today, and um, the uh, Spotify underperformed for the quarter, and the, it missed expectations for sales, so it was down 6% after hours. We'll see how it rebounds tomorrow. I don't. I personally love Spotify. Uh, I think it's a phenomenal service. And I think it's going to keep growing, and I think it's going to be an integral part of our cell phones. Just like our, we use our phones daily, I use Spotify daily for it on my phone. It's like probably my, use, my most used app, especially now that they have a podcast feature, um, which hopefully will get handsome on there at some day, <laughs> whenever they open that up so it's a little bit easier to get on. Um, but I, I really think that Spotify is going to be just keep growing and growing and growing. Um for years to come. I do. I don't see it going away. Uh, will there be t- competition in the sector? Absolutely. Um, it's a ripe sector. I mean, you think about it. Um, iTunes and Google Play were the only ones you could really stream music on for the longest time. And I mean, granted, you'd have like Pandora. You had Pandora. Um, I think you also had a couple other services. I came off the top of my head. Pandora was the biggest one that sticks out. Um, but I don't even use Pandora. I, I think everybody got sick of the ads after a while. And nobody wanted to, I think Pandora had like a premium service, but they were tired of the Adam and Eve ads that always popped up. I was in college and uh, I can remember we had a, an event, we were using Pandora, and the uh, Adam and Eve ad popped up middle of the event, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think you, you can clearly see why Spotify is winning. They have the best music selection. I mean, they did have some beef with like royalties and stuff like that a few years ago, but I think it's just a hiccup. 
I think as time goes on, this company is going to keep flourishing, and we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I would just, it's a little hiccup. We'll see what happens next quarter. Uh, hopefully, they do better. Uh, next up on the docket, uh, an interesting company I just found out about. I didn't realize this was, this was a service or anything like that. Apparently, there's a company called uh, MoviePass, where you can pay, like, I think it's 8 bucks a month, and you get three movie tickets, which is nuts. Um, my fiance and I just went to go see Infinity War on opening night, and I think for tickets for, like, a 7, a. Or 7 p.m. showing, it was, like, I think I paid almost 20 bucks for tickets to go see the movie, but they're offering three tickets for, uh, I guess it was, what? Seven, I think it's eight bucks. But now they also the reason we're talking about today is they've just released their unlimited uh, passes uh, selection. So apparently, you could now see a movie every single day for nine ninety five a month, which is crazy because you pay nine ninety five for a bucket of popcorn and a movie. You know, you pay nine ninety five for a large soda. That's crazy how much it costs to go to the movies anymore. Um, but yeah, so people are freaking out about it, <laughs> rightfully so. Um, I know from what I've read briefly on uh, Movie Pass, it looks like they've been taking losses like day after day because it's not sustainable, and like movie theaters are starting to hate them, which I get. It's definitely gonna eat away at their model. Um, but I th- personally, I think movie theaters are dinosaurs. Um, I don't think in the next ten years, you and I are gonna be going to the movie theaters to see the next Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie or a rom-com with our significant other, uh, we're probably going to end up being at home. And we'll be streaming it. I really think that's the case. I think that's the direction we're going. Um, you know, whether whether or not that includes, like, you know, like a VR movie theater where you and your buddies can link up and go see Avengers 17 or whatever. Um, but I think that's the future. So I think movie passes ahead of its time a little bit. You know, hopefully it's not like a like anything else ahead of its time where it crashes and burns. And then someone else comes up, picks up the pieces, and then relaunches it. It makes it a little more usable for today. So we'll see. Um, best of luck to MoviePass. I think it's a phenomenal idea. I think it's cool. I'm going to check out the service now because I didn't know it was a thing. Um, we'll see what happens. So definitely something to keep your eye on. And if MoviePass wants to sponsor a podcast, I will happily I will happily accept the sponsorship. Actually, if any brand does, that'd be dope. Um, I don't expect it, but it'd be cool. <laughs> um and last but not least, I want to talk about Bitcoin. So Bitcoin was in the news today um, because of an author, and he just wrote a book called um, How to Be a Startup Hero. Uh, it's a book for aspiring entrepreneurs and startup owners, which I'm going to probably pick up, just because I am a self-help junkie. So if anytime there's a new self-help book or business book on the market, I'm like the first one to grab an audible. Um, so apparently, this guy, Tim Draper, he came out and said, by the year 2022, Bitcoin will be worth approximately $250,000 a coin, which is nuts. <laughs> if you really think about it, that means that the entire market of Bitcoins, I mean, we haven't mined all of them yet, of course, but the entire market will be worth approximately, I think it was $5.3 trillion in Bitcoin. Uh, and then he, he goes on to mention in his interview... Uh, I think it was with Forbes, I want to say, um, that Bitcoin will be worth approximately, uh, I think numbers were like 100 and, or no, it was 20 trillion. He said it'd be worth 20 trillion because um, you're going to see Bitcoin and cryptocurrency overtake 
your fiat currencies. Um, so it'd be like an 80% split between or 80% uh, cryptocurrency. And then I think 20% in uh, fiat currencies and which would translate to about Bitcoin having roughly be worth a million dollars a coin in the next 10, 15, 20 years. I don't disagree with the guy. And I think there's, I think there's validity behind what he's saying. He also predicted Bitcoin would hit uh, 10,000 in three years, which it did. Um, we all know that if you, were, if you were on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, um, you saw all the hodlers, which I didn't know what that even meant for the longest time. That was the dumbest thing. I was on stock quits. I'm like, what the hell's a hodler? <laughs> and um, finally, I finally figured it out. It was sort of kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so Bitcoin, I think people were freaking out. It hit, I think it was $19,000 a coin. Um, then it crashed, like I said it would. Uh, I was all over Facebook. People were hating on me. They're like, "No, you're wrong. It's there's no, there's nothing different than it. This is not a tulip bubble." But if you read charts, if you study them, and you look at past bubbles, um, whether it's a tulip bubble or the dot com crash, or any type of bubble, the thing bursts and you lose a ton of money. It's what happens. People who bought nineteen thousand will be holding their coins or hodling their coins for. God knows how long to get that back that value. According to Tim Draper, hold it, hold it for about five years. You bought it twenty thousand. You're looking at approximately a twenty x gain um, in five years, which is cool. I mean, good for you if that's the case. Uh, if not, um, you lost a ton of money. <laughs> but I personally think he's wrong. Uh, I do think we're going to be using Bitcoin as the main currency in the future, just because of its avail- its availability to cross borders it's easy to transport and it's also just it's new <laughs> it's new it's tech um i i'm a firm believer that the world's gonna change a lot in the next 20 years like i don't think we're gonna be walking around with uh paper money in our wallets uh the dollar's no longer backed by the u.s or by gold um the gold standard died i think it was the nixon presidency so the idea that you know the argument like oh well it's not backed by anything is no longer valid if there's a great book uh, called uh, Digital Gold, I think it's called. Um, I'll link to it on the on the website in the blog post if you want to check it out. Um, and the the book talks about the founding of Bitcoin. One of the principles of it is that it's like scarce, like money should be, like gold is. Um, and there's a couple other characteristics that make it actually more valuable than paper money because com- or countries can just print more paper money. So it's an interesting concept. I personally am a big Bitcoin fan. I don't want a ton, a ton of Bitcoin. I hold some Tron, uh, Tronix coin, I think it's called. I bought it back when Bitcoin was at 19000 I took a rel- relatively large L um, on my investment. And now I'm just, you know, I count my mouth shut for about two, three months now. I'm not talking about it until my Tronix position started to grow a little bit more. But um, no, I think, uh, I think we're going to see a lot of change in Bitcoin in the future. Do I think Bitcoin's going to hit $250,000 a coin by the time, by 2022? Personally, no. I think that'll be insane. Um, I think a 20x gain like that is highly unlikely. Granted, I think Bitcoin had it gained 19 million dollars or 19 million percent in value. So, um, from 2009 to 2017. So the idea that Bitcoin can go 10 or go 20x in five years, I guess, isn't nuts. We'll see what happens. I think it all depends on the, the markets and how banks deal with it. I don't think you're going to have... I think you have a lot of pushback from banks, a lot of pushback from governments, because the Fed always wants their hands in things. So 
interesting concept. We'll see what happens with it. Something to keep your eye on, keep in the back of your mind. Um, I want to know what you guys think about Bitcoin. I think it's a fascinating topic that it's no longer a buzzword and people, frat boys, aren't talking about it on Twitter on the regular. Uh, Less people are interested in it. So that means you can have a more interesting conversation about um, Bitcoin, crypto, the blockchain technology behind it. I'm not an expert by any means. I've done some research on it, but I don't know anything about it Uh, in the grand scheme of things. There's a ton you can learn ton of different websites you could look at so it's definitely good to have a conversation though and just keep learning and grow our community around that so yeah guys um just a recap um don't fly southwest <laughs> um check out movie pass you know, if you're in uh, spotify you're holding stock right now that sort of sucks but don't worry i think it's gonna rebound um i'm not sure i'm not telling you you're in any investment advice i can't give you that but i think it's gonna rebound i have on good gut feeling and bitcoins possibly gonna hit 250,000 in five years something to keep your eye on all right guys so again thanks for listening in check out tomorrow's podcast i'll have more info and we'll cover some more news uh, if you haven't listened to the other ones yet go back listen to the old podcast it's short download them on your way to work or you know when you're sitting at your desk hating your job check it out <laughs> all right guys i'm tom bedford the host of handsome uh thanks again for listening and stay handsome